0: I was crossing the street when I met the love of my life. I chased after her. Nothing would stand in my way. Not the dog walker, nor the hot dog vendor. Finally reaching her, I asked, what do you call that amazing smell? Um, it's Gain Flings. Gain Flings. My love had a name. But more importantly, it had a scent. Fall in love with Gain Flings. Seriously good scent. Try Gain Flings and save even more at Target with a free gift card.
1: it's time
2: for x's and o's with minnesota vikings head coach kevin o'connell on the minnesota vikings radio network now from the tco studios in egan here is the voice of the vikings paul allen Here comes X's and O's with Minnesota Vikings head coach Kevin O'Connell on the KFAN Minnesota Vikings radio network and Vikings.com, and I'm Paul Allen. Out of the bye, the Vikings hook the Las Vegas Raiders shortly after 3 o'clock. We're going to Las Vegas, uh, Kevin O'Connell, which means it's an opportunity for you to um, take a nostalgic trip to Sam Boyd Stadium where you, as quarterback with San Diego State University, Three in one lifetime against UNLV. This is a huge trip for you, isn't it?
0: You know, I, I hadn't thought about any of those trips to Sam Boyd Stadium in about 15 years. So thank you for that. But uh, mm-hmm. I do remember, um, you know, the 45 mile an hour winds one day out there. I'm Whoa. very thankful that will be uh, will be inside there at uh, Allegiant at Allegiant. And uh, it's going to be we played there in the preseason last year. Mm -hmm. It is a it's a it's a really, really spectacular place venue. It's where they'll have the Super Bowl this year. Uh, Doesn't quite uh, stack up to uh, to the bank, but uh, I will tell you we uh, we absolutely uh, need to go get a win and it's going to be a tough environment and we know um, we're gonna have to play well to get that done.
2: When uh, when you were at Aztec or playing for Los
0: Aztecas, did you ever go to a bowl game? Uh, we did not. Oh, yeah. We uh, we were uh, bowl eligible one year. Uh, didn't get uh, didn't get the invite. And then uh, I threw a ton of interceptions to uh, keep us out of one when I was a redshirt freshman. So um, you know the first uh, I think the first official bowl game outside of some collegiate uh, all star games that I played or coached in was the actual Super Bowl.
2: Yeah, I knew you were going to hit us with that. That's phenomenal. (laughs) Um, Now, lastly, on the college vibe here, you know, 18 years ago this week, Kevin O'Connell went for 421, three passing touchdowns and a rushing touchdown in a game at Hawaii. I mean, games at Hawaii, first of all, statistically, it was your best college game. Uh, But secondly, games in Hawaii, I mean, it just sounds majestic and like a working vacation. Is that true?
0: Uh, it was until Colt Brennan, I think, threw for about 500 yards to yeah, beat want to bring us. That <laughs> <part up>.
2: Three <laughs> but, touchdowns in a row. They yeah, took no, I. You going not play defense.
0: That's uh, I wish I wish I could have that day, but mm-hmm. uh, but no, it's that's that's the one thing about the Mountain West. I mean, you've got your trips to Boise and Colorado State, and uh, then you're going to New Mexico and mm-hmm. UNLV. You've got the Fresnos of the world, and then you hop on a plane and, and go out to the to the Hawaiian Islands to play a football game. So it's a very unique conference and. Uh, special opportunity. So anybody out there mm. looking for a great place to play college football, San Diego State would be a great option.
2: How much? Um, how much during the the downtime that you got during the buy? How much was nose to the grindstone? Because there are just a lot of different. There are always a lot of things to look at during the teardown. A lot of different things this year.
0: Yeah, and I think when you get the buy later on in the season, we we had the inventory of early on, and and you know some some great quarterback play throughout Kirk's, you know, eight opportunities he had this year. And then we, uh, you know, have to change gears really as an offense. And although you want to try to find that right balance of staying true to who you want to be offensively, we really had to take a look at what are we right now? What do we need to become over these last five opportunities to to get to where we want to go? Um, And then just the evaluation of, you know, play calling tendencies, uh, there's a thousand things that you look back on as the head coach, never mind just the play caller and, and uh, you know, staying true to your process and, and evaluating it um, with with uh, really no stone unturned as far as where I can personally be, be better for our football team. And then taking a look at some of our players, some of our positions where, you know, are we, uh, you know, getting the best out of our, our groups we have? Are we playing the right guys? Do we need To ultimately uh, you know shift or adjust in any way shape or form that's what we do as coaches Uh, but I also think it's important you know especially for my staff uh, to get away and uh, you know recharge we we gave the players as much time off as we could coming off of a a really disappointing game Monday night last week Uh, and ultimately when they got back in the building Monday you could feel the energy the juice these guys are ready to go Uh, they know it's all about one opportunity at one o'clock in Las Vegas this Sunday.
2: Uh, See uh, the 421 and three with the rushing touchdown at Hawaii. What would you prefer to talk about—that Monday night game against the Bears, or the 421 and three, the 421 and three?
0: Yeah.
2: Uh, During a season, you mentioned Cousins, but I mean, you've lost so many key players, either in and out or for long patches. uh, But nevertheless, despite that, the—I would imagine—the turnovers have probably bugged you the most, right?
0: Yeah, by far. Uh, It's a—it's a winning and losing stat, and. Uh, I think over the last two weeks we've, you know, once again kind of fallen into, uh, you know, circumstances where we lose that uh, margin significantly and you look at it and we've lost two football games by a combined three points and had the lead, uh, figured out a way to get the lead uh, late, late in the fourth quarter. And just as a team, what can we do better uh, to close? How can we be as coaches? Can we be more aggressive? Can we be smarter? Uh, with how we're handling the end-of-game situations, really offensively, defensively, special teams. Can we make that one play, that one kicking game play, uh, to maybe uh, grab 15 to 20 yards of field position and truly make it um, you know, in our favor from a standpoint of uh, our defense getting a stop like they have many times this year? Uh, they've been really, really good for us. But uh, how are all three phases working together? How are we contributing to that as coaches? And, and uh, that's the only way to go about it. PA is to look inward first, you know, be honest with yourself. And there's many, many things that I continue to learn and and, and try to grow uh, through some of this adversity and and be at my best for this team, uh, because I know these guys are going to do that for me. All right. Well, I mean,
2: through your first season and change here, I would look at you as aggressive by nature. You know, I think you're an aggressive play caller. You're not afraid to strike down the field. When, When you're constantly changing quarterbacks or having injuries and stuff, does that in essence, neutralize an aggressive side of somebody who wants to strike down the field with JJ or not?
0: Yeah, I think it's a you know it's a critical critical thing, and it's it's not something that you can decide on Tuesday or Wednesday. This is what we're going to be, uh, because inevitably there's 60 minutes on Sunday that that tells the true story, uh, whether that's four interceptions in a game, uh, and you're deciding late in the game how aggressive you want to be throwing the football mm. uh, when you do know your defense is kept the team out of the end zone all day, really limited uh, the opposing team to, to not very many explosive plays and knowing they're going to need at least one um, to, to possibly have a chance to beat, a, beat you on a field goal or against Denver. You know, Can we keep them out of the end zone on that final drive? Uh, you're making decisions as an offense uh, to really limit risk, knowing maybe uh, you're, you're not completely at full capacity as far as your personnel goes. Uh, but I do believe in the end uh, where we're going to get to as a football team this year, where I do believe we're going PA, um, we're going to have to find ways to win football games, finish football games. Uh, and if that takes being a little bit more aggressive and, and uh, kind of bucking the traditional trends of uh, you know, the clock and field position and all those things, so be it. Uh, we're going to do what we feel is best uh, to win each and every opportunity we have left. Uh, that's from the first snap. Uh, and riding that, uh, riding that wave all the way to the, the last snap. And that's our job as coaches, and, and we'll continue to improve on that.
2: KOC, Kevin O'Connell, Lexus Zenos, KFA, and Minnesota Vikings Radio Network, and Vikings.com. It's courtesy of the Minnesota Lottery. Uh, this is the, the best team for whom Josh Dobbs has played, whether he plays the rest of them, none of them, or whatever. Now, so therefore, it's, it can be so eye-opening for him with this team, and now Jefferson comes back. Working the offense from the pocket the way you want it to work to a certain extent. Is that a work in progress with him?
0: Yeah, I think uh, the biggest thing is uh, our offense is built around the quarterback position, tying feet, eyes, technique, fundamentals, rhythm, timing. And it's hard uh, to try to make up for a lot of time lost of doing it the way that we coach it and and not cutting any corners on, um, you know, maybe an extra step here or, or taking an extra hitch there. Uh, we want our guys to be able to play, you know, with, with fluidity and, and not be held back by kind of limitations. But we also want a framework uh, that is built to to try to maximize chances for efficiency and explosives, but also limit uh, potential for, for negative plays. And I think that's what, uh, you know, the number one thing we're going to work with, Josh, continuing uh, to move forward here, is just getting acclimated uh, to some of those things, but also taking a look at it on the by-PA, what what are some things that we can do, um, either going back and studying, you know, things he's done well at other spots or uh, getting, you know, just a little bit more comfort in in, in this offense through maybe infusing some things uh, for Josh that he can go out and have some second nature with despite not having the time on task to do it and, and the quarterback
2: spots obviously so important you being a former quarterback who actually would cut time during some seasons with players at San Diego State and and the reason for for that line of questioning is I would imagine the last thing you want is a quarterback heading into a game thinking ah man, if I make two mistakes here I might be out is that fair
0: yeah you know you never want anybody uh, having any of their preparation tied up in in uh, worry or doubt Um, You want to prepare the right way and 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 whoever's going to be playing quarterback for the Minnesota Vikings We know it's not going to be Kirk Cousins. We all wish uh, that Kirk could continue Upon the great season he was having but what we do know is we have a lot of confidence in really all three guys in that room How they prepare their teammates see him every single day and ultimately uh, Where this season goes is going to be, you know It's going to be tied to that position be able to being able to make Enough throws make enough plays and, and get the ball into the hands of some of our special playmakers, it's going to be great to have yeah. Justin back on the field for sure. But uh, I look at it the other way too. You know, what are the other ten guys doing for that quarterback position? Can we really look at the tape over the last couple weeks and say that all uh, other ten guys on the field in that offensive huddle or the eleven guys on defense, when you're doing your job perfect every single snap, uh, that's when you know uh, that you're doing everything in your power. To be at your best for that guy who's ever under center. We're not asking guys to play perfect, but we want to limit the amount of snaps where you cut the tape on and say, uh, we could have been better there. We could have been better there. We need to separate more there. We need to block a little bit better there. We need to run it a little bit better there. Uh, Ultimately, when it's only about the quarterback and that's the natural thing, I I do think that's a losing uh, formula. We want the quarterback to be a major part of our success. Uh, but be pushed to the heights that they can reach by those guys around them and, and what we're doing for them as coaches.
2: Is it too flippant to say, no matter the quarterback, with Justin back in the mix, everything changes? I mean, from not only what you guys are going to see, yep. I mean, it's just everything is now open, right?
0: Yeah, it's, it's a matter of uh, Justin Jefferson requires a ton of attention from the teams we play. Uh, like we've seen in, in recent weeks without Justin in there, that attention has really shifted to Jordan or TJ, uh, depending on the down and distance. And and now people have to make a decision. Uh, the original uh, goal was to really have uh, a skill group, you know, between our receivers and tight ends led by Justin, TJ, Jordan, and, and KJ, and, and the rest of our group uh, that really can maximize all five eligibles come to life, uh, being elite with our execution, our separation, Uh, And then ultimately, like we've seen from some of the best offenses in this league and our offense at a a lot of moments this year, the yards after catch, can we turn shorter completions uh, with less risk, risk risk-averse type of Uh, throws. Can we turn those into some explosives? Can we make some individual opportunities like TJ did against the Falcons for a huge gain um, on a catch transition? JJ catching a basic uh, cross against the Chargers and taking it 48 yards for a touchdown. There's examples uh, of of us not having to throw it uh, 100 miles down the field to generate explosives and that's because of the confidence we have in that skill group and ultimately, that's what we're looking for. But we still got to get down the field on people as well. And that's where it takes all 11.
2: Uh, Raiders, last one, uh, Devontae Adams. And now one touchdown the last nine games. They have a rookie quarterback. Nevertheless, he's a handful, isn't yeah,
0: he? He's, uh, mm. you know, he's a complete, complete player. I mean, he can win uh, really every which way uh, you ask a receiver to do it. Uh, he's great uh, with the ball in his hands as far as maximizing some of those yards after catch opportunities. Uh, great ball tracking skills when he gets down the field and then he's got the strength and physicality to really separate versus tighter uh, coverage in those intermediate areas. So we've got to have a plan for him. It's going to be a challenge for our defense. You'd love to get some pressure uh, on a young quarterback and make him feel um, like he doesn't have all day to, to kind of process and go through his progressions. And in the end, uh, like our defense has done many, many times this year. Can we get people into those longer-yarded situations and either get off the field, or, or maybe it's Daniil Hunter or, or Murph or Harrison Smith or one of our guys uh, forcing a big turnover to help set that uh, number in the direction we want to go.
2: Mayor Fistbaum, Curly, as is a mile away from each other. Thank you very much. Good luck. Thanks, PA. Kevin O'Connell, head coach of the Minnesota Vikings. X's and O's continues around the corner on Vikings.com and the KFAN Minnesota Vikings radio network. X's and O's on the KFAN Minnesota Vikings radio network and uh, here comes Keenan McCardell wide receivers coach for the Minnesota Vikings also a member of the 2004 UNLV Sports Hall of Fame Keenan McCardell he's part of the 04 class even though he played 88 to 90 there 15 touchdowns on 2189 receiving yards and I presented the same thing to head coach Kevin O'Connell now with San Diego State but he had some big games at Sam Boyd Stadium, but you played at Sam Boyd Stadium. Yes. So, like, this is an opportunity to, like, take a trip down memory lane or or maybe get nostalgic and go back to Sam Boyd, which still is there, even though they don't play football games there anymore, right. and just, like, hearken to the big Keenan McCardell games for the Rebels. You going to do that?
1: Uh, I'm going to go back, and uh, I'm going to enjoy just being back in Vegas for a mm-hmm. little bit, and... uh Reminiscing on some of the old places that I, you know, used to walk across that that's now uh, covered by a parking garage wow. and stuff like that. So, I mean, um, you know, being out at the Boyd was very, was a really good experience for me. Uh, you know, those fans in Vegas were they were they were fun. You know, they knew we weren't a great team, but they still supported us, and we went out and gave them, gave them our, our all every right. every time. So, you know. I had a couple good games there, and you know, you know and, and it just led me on to being here in the yeah. NFL. You're so. being
2: super modest. You had some unbelievably good games for UNLV and a super wow, wonderful NFL career, including a Super Bowl championship with the uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Now, uh, when when you went into the UNLV Sports Hall of Fame in 2004, the picture they use for you very very impressive with the high top fade kind of took me back to
1: the kid and play
2: days a little bit where
1: you you were kind of kid a little bit you know what I mean yes uh, you know it was funny I remember we I remember it was picture day and we were like all right what kind of haircut are we going to do and I was like I got one for him and uh, a couple other guys had some parts and stuff in, and I said I'm going old school yeah. kid and play and they, high top, eh? they they couldn't even believe it and uh, I mean, it was fun. Like, yeah. Even even Coach Notley was like, hey, I kind of like that haircut. You know, <laughs> you know, God rest his soul. But, yeah. you know, Coach Notley was very, very good to
2: us. I was looking at it, and I started thinking about cameo songs because you look like old schoolers who remember <laughs> this, the lead singer for cameo. Yes. <laughs> like strawberries, raspberries all them good things. All right. Um, now uh, to, uh, to football and uh, the game against the Raiders this weekend, I would imagine J.J is slash has been just kicking down the door to get out there and play right.
1: He has I mean uh, you know he he was chomping at the bit last week needed another week uh, to make sure he was you know, was healthy and yeah. uh, we we want to make sure that he's healthy and ready to go for this this final stretch and I think uh, you know he's eager to get back he's eager to help this team win I mean that's one thing about having a. a a, a player like him of, of his magnitude that wants to be out and wants to, and uh, wants to be that that guy that's going to make a difference He he's such a competitor you know it's just going to help help our team period
2: so so whether it's Josh Dobbs playing quarterback for the Final Five or eventually it's Mullins or Hall or Dobbs it no matter what the quarterback situation is moving forward Justin changes everything doesn't he really no matter if the quarterback is really good running or really good in the pocket justin just changes it all doesn't he
1: he does i mean uh he he gets so much respect from defenses because they realize if they uh you know leave him over one on one it could it could be a big play i mean i think uh you know with with josh or nick or whoever is the quarterback you know we we understand that we have to be open and that's one thing that justin justin creates is unbelievable separation at the top of his routes and if we're open, you know, whoever's playing quarterback is going to get get it to us. If you were playing quarterback, you'd get it to that. us, right?
2: I haven't felt my ribs in 30 years. <laughs> Are you kidding me? <laughs> but we're going to be open in, 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 in time enough for you to get it all. Yeah. Okay. Now, when it comes to wide receivers blocking for the run, whether it's a quarterback running on designed runs, a quarterback not seeing anything and taking off, or running backs or whatever. We've talked about this before, like Hines Ward, Larry Fitzgerald Jr., and Quam Bolden. I mean, literally three of the best run blocking wide receivers in the NFL, just tough and strong. When, when you being a former wide receiver, what, h- how does one achieve the mindset if they want to catch first and, and then blocking's going to be second? Like, how do you instill that mindset?
1: You have to instill the mindset that you got to be a, a complete receiver. You know, complete receivers help help. You know, we know we help him in the in the run game, in, in the pass game, but you also got to help him in the run game because that guy that's back there protecting for you, that running back that's protecting for you, so so you could catch those passes. Need that same effort from you in the run game so he can get those those long runs, and mm-hmm. it's part of being a team player. And you know that's what we talk about. This thing is about not about us. It's about we as a. Like when I say us, not about us as pass catchers. It's about we as a team. It's all of us, you know. And, and we gotta understand that we're a big part of the running game, and we gotta step up and show people that you're tough. Yeah. I mean, I, honestly, I think when you show people that you're really tough in the run game, it shows up in the pass game too. Because sometimes they 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 don't want to tackle, tackle you all the time.
2: Now, last one here, very late season bye. Uh, In fact, there were 15 in totality regular season and preseason before this one and uh, before the bye week. And, you know, from a coaching standpoint, you guys may not put as much time into preseason games as you do regular season games, but you're still working. You're still putting long hours in. So from a player standpoint, Keenan, when you got them back on Monday, could could you sense that they were refreshed and, and really needed the bye and now they're ready to go?
1: I did. I mean, I think uh, you could tell guys just needed to get away. Yeah. Uh, got back. Uh, they were happy to be back. Happy to see see your teammates. I mean, I think you know that was the biggest thing that that made me recognize that they were ready to go. They were happy to see their their, their fellow uh, compadres uh, ready to get back to work. They understand what's at what's in front of us, what's at stake, and I think uh, they understand that and they they want to go achieve it.
2: Mm-hmm. Keenan McCardell, H-O-F. Thank you very much. Thank you. Wide receivers coach for the Minnesota Vikings, Keenan McCardell, and I'm Paul Allen. Uh, thank you very much for listening to X's and O's. We thank Kevin O'Connell. We thank Curly Harris, Carly Bonk, Miss Sarah, and um, everybody else for assisting with the show. And I'm Paul Allen on the KFAN Minnesota Vikings radio network. How much can you save when you shop Cub? Let's just say you might need a bigger cart. Frozen foods, pantry items, and dairy. Your family will love it, guaranteed. Or
1: your money back. Save more on Essential Everyday at Cub today. My Cub, my way.